You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Wednesday, May 8, 2019, week 289. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Steska. And this is Destiny Pizza. And it's time for some We Viewed Reviewed. Mike, I watched a movie that's coming out soon called Booksmart. Ooh, heard good things on the, the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it has like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. It was that your experience? 100%. Where's the Droof Tomatoes? <laughs> okay. I nice. loved this movie. I yeah. thought it was freaking awesome currently has a 6.9 out of 10 on imdb hell yes i do like that trailer great trailer and then it has really good soundtrack Ooh. is this a period piece or this is modern times, no, it's right? modern times okay. but it's it's a period it feels like a period piece of this time of this time yeah does that make sense like it's yeah, like yeah. it perfectly captures like 2019. Which seems hard to do because you're like, you only get perspective on it after. Yeah. Comes out May 24th. I went to a preview that Regal had. And um, it was pretty awesome because they didn't make us fill out any surveys or anything. I didn't nice. have to sign an NDA. So I'm going to talk about it. And I assume it's not like a huge CGI. So. Yeah, it's so I like half finished. I saw the whole movie, I think. In my in, it is to my best belief that I saw the whole movie in its final cut. Nice. So um about these two friends who go to a school, they're one of the girls is the ASB like the class president and they're both like not very popular. One is lesbian or I shall say gay. And um they're both like their best friends. They're gonna. It's like the last. I think the movie starts with the last day of school. And um. They like put school first on their priorities. They didn't put like they don't go to any parties and they're not very, like popular. So then they realize that. Like the rest of their class, while they were partying, they're still going to all the really good schools. And it's funny because they have this scene where she's like, oh, when I attend, like, or when I go to school in this city next, and the principal, who's played by Jason Sudeikis, is like, you can say Yale. And she's like, well, we have a policy, like, to not make kids feel worse, like, feel bad about where they're going. So they just say, like, they can't say the school, but they say the city. And I was like, oh, that feels very, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a thing. But yeah, it's about these two friends. Then they decide to try to go to this party that, like, this popular kid is having, and that's when, like, the lesbian girl is gonna, like, kiss or something this other girl that she's had a crush on, and it's, like, a really, it, I would say it's, like, super bad, if super bad, if the characters in Superbad were more likable. Like, yeah, I find yeah. Jonah Hill- Oh, yeah, they're, like, super, assholes. They're assholes. Yeah, yeah. They're Are assholes the Fogel. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's like a sweet version of that movie okay. where, and it's like awesome because like the lesbian girl, her parents are very Christian, but like she came out to him, and her parents are played by Lisa Kudrow and um, shoot, what's the guy's name from like MacGruber and Will Forte? Will Forte, yeah, and that's like perfect casting. And then, like, yeah, it's just such a, oh, man, it was such a good movie where I was like, this, like, was, they, like, captured it. This is, I think, like, the new high school graduation movie. It's, like, those are, I mean, it's such tough shoes to, like, fit in. Oh, there's so many good ones. Where it's, like, and you go back, like, you go to, like, breakfast club and you go to american pie and you go to like those movies it's it seems like it's such a hard space to fill yeah like you would think we oh we've seen those types of movies edge of 17 like yeah there are all these movies and like this one perfectly it seems like i don't know it seems like it's 
I'm like, um, like overselling it by saying it's like John Hughes esque, mm-hmm. where there's like so much attention put into the soundtrack. Like I've been listening to the soundtrack for this movie ever since I watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Some person like uploaded a playlist of songs that are in the movie, and I was like, hell yes! Like it's, it's just so good. It's really shocking that it's like a directorial debut of Olivia Wilde. Oh yeah, and I'm really curious to see what else she could direct because. I hope it's not a type of situation where like this is going to be a good movie and then like the next movie is not good or something. Yeah. It's like you got your work cut out for you, dude. <laughs> like Oh yeah. Getting but, a lot of directors like first time director, like a- actor mainly directors yeah. that like out of the gate are just like, like killing it. Tr- like, like what it's the like hell? Jordan Peele like Yeah. Even like Bradley Cooper. Like yeah. out of the gate you're like what the hell is happening? Yeah, so Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess it, let me read the bio. The story follows Dever and Feldstein's characters, two academic superstars and best friends, who on the eve of their high school graduation suddenly realize they should have worked less and played more. Determined never to fall short of their peers, the girl set out on a mission to cram four years of fun into one night. I feel like that's not a good <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> They're probably trying to hide the real story. Yeah. But like, no one wants spoiled stuff. Yeah, it's like, yeah, this one says it right. It's inclusive and progressive without feeling forced. And that's the way. Like, it doesn't seem like you're like, this is, this is it. Mm-hmm. It's like um, Lady Bird, but more funny and less depressing. Okay. And I thought, I would say this is funnier than Superbad. I haven't seen Superbad in a while. I don't know if it holds up or not. I watched it a few months ago. Does it hold up? It was all right. I think there was like something in the air when we saw it because we were like graduating high school. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Like, oh, this is awesome. (laughs) 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 But no, like, yeah. I don't know. I I like this one a lot more because I also like what's her name? Beanie Feldstein. She's really funny. She's in What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. Yeah. And. Yeah, it's just Billy Lord is in it. Takes place in LA. Pretty great. I give it 8 out of 8. This is like a really fun movie that I really hope people watch when it comes out. I want to see I wanted to see some Avengers numbers, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's some all-time numbers. Yeah. Um, then I watched are you familiar with Joe Bob Briggs no he does like this thing on Shudder he used to do this show called Monster Vision on TNT then he did um, The Last Drive-In where it's like you watch a movie but you know how like they do DVD on TV Mm -hmm. where like during the before the commercial breaks they have like this thing that like the guys the hosts are talking about it's basically like special features yeah but they also with the host with the host on it yeah so he's like the host, but he's like really knowledgeable about horror and he's kind of like a cowboy character. And before the movie, he gives like an introduction, but it's more like he does his countdown thing, which is his thing, but he gives a lot of background information on the movies. And so mm-hmm. it's like you're watching a movie, but there are these breaks of him talking and he'll have guests. So I've been watching that. He does two movies every Friday and I missed the first movie on Friday, but. I watched the second one, and it was this movie called Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Are you familiar with this one? No. It's with Michael Rooker. It came out in like the 80s, 86, I okay. think. Oh, and it's I didn't about, even know Rooker was working that long. This was like his debut movie. It was, um, it's like a really controversial movie because I guess it was rated X, and a lot of countries banned it. And it's about Henry Lee Lucas and Otis Toole. Those, those are real people? Those are real serial killers, yeah. And okay. Henry Lee Lucas, when he was arrested, he confessed to like some 600 murders, but wasn't officially linked to any of them. Mm-hmm. He was only linked to like three. Yeah. And that's like when you like get into like the level of like real psychotic where you're like, this guy's just playing with people. Like he just wants to, pl- he doesn't have no problem playing with people. 
And um, so Michael Rooker plays Henry Lee Lucas, and it's about him meeting Otis Toole. And this movie is weird because it's like an art movie meets like gory murder movie. So it's like the high art and low art mashed together. Mm-hmm. And this movie is probably one of the most genuinely disturbing movies I've ever seen. <laughs> there is this, and it's the crazy thing is this about it's from the it's told as if it's from the perspective of Henry Lee Lucas's murdering fantasies, not reality. Mm-hmm. So there's like they take these big generalizations, and it's like really like the true story is really weird because it the character that is played as Otis Tool's sister is really supposed to be his like twelve year old niece, but they didn't want to do a twelve year old niece. I forgot why they said like there was this reason why they didn't have a twelve year old. And it wasn't for financial reasons, or no, I guess it was for financial reasons. That was the only reason, not because it would have been disturbing to see Michael Rooker have like I try to sleep with a twelve year old. But yeah, there's so there's this shot in the movie where these two people. Henry Lucas and Otis Tool are on like a killing spree and they get a video camera. So you're watching a TV playing from the perspective of a video camera of this home invasion that's happening. And it is so disturbing because then like after this huge, very disturbing scene where like they like are Otis Tool's like holding this woman, like tearing her shirt open and like from behind. And Henry Lucas is like kicking the husband who's on the ground and then cracks his neck and the son cracks his neck in front of the lady in front of the mom and it's like really crazy then the camera pans from the tv to the couch where henry lee lucas and otis tool are watching it and you're like whoa like this is crazy shot but incredibly disturbing like some of the murders that they show are like so grisly and i guess they show like real crime scene photos and stuff yeah, I don't know. It like I gave this movie an eight. It's like a great movie, but like be prepared to be like, oh, this, I feel gr- disgusting, or I feel like I'm going to hell, or I'm going to throw up. But it was a Damn. good movie. It was like, as far as serial killer movies go, it was probably the best one I've ever seen. Did you know much of the real story beforehand, I, or I knew. Of Henry Lee Lucas, I didn't know he was connected to Otis Toole because Otis Toole was the guy who connect, uh, killed what's it, John Walsh. Is that America's Most Wanted, the host? I don't know. Killed his son. Jeez, I didn't because that. that's the that's why the guy like started doing like America's Most Wanted was because his son got murdered. Oh wow! So that yeah, was crazy. I thought he was like he targeted him because he oh, was no. that'd be so dark <laughs> he's the host of like it's uh, like i'm gonna kill no that'd be, that'd be even dark. crazier yeah so then i watched extremely wicked shockingly evil and vile which is the ted bundy movie mm-hmm. on netflix and this movie was really good i really liked it at least and it was it's told from the perspective of Ted Bundy's like girlfriend at one time and Ted Bundy's played by Zac Efron. Lily Collins is the girlfriend. There's a lot of actors. Um, the dude from Big Bang Theory, what's his name? Which one? Jim Parsons, right? He's, yeah, Sheldon? Yeah. Okay. He's a lawyer. Um, John Malkovich is in it as a judge. The dude from Burn Notice is in it as another lawyer. And it's like, you see how, like, people really love Ted Bundy, man. Like, mm-hmm. during the trial, people girls were like, oh, my God, I think I'm in love with him. And I'm like, this guy <laughs> is not convicted yet, but he's accused of doing these terrible things. And he's just like, yeah, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. And, like, at the end of the movie, they do the thing where, like, these are the list of the victims, and you're like, wow, that list is so long! <laughs> like, because, like, in the movie, they only talk about, like, three or four trials. It's hard to keep track, because, like, he's constantly, like, breaking out of jail and then getting arrested in another state. Like, literally breaking out, or, like... Well, yeah, like, getting... literally, he would break out. Wow. 
And you're like, I don't know nothing about Tim. I didn't either. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know he did that. Like he broke yeah. out of Aspen in jail. In Aspen, he broke out of because he was the judge granted him the ability to be on his own counsel. So he had access to this library that was in the jail. And like during the trial, they went to recess. He goes in the library and he like jumps out of the window <laughs> and like hurts his leg, but he like hobbles off. <laughs> and then he like gets to Utah murders someone and then goes to jail again and you're like she like so it's like this giant chain of like states that wanted him and i'm like i don't get it like i feel like at that time you could have murdered someone in the state gone to a neighboring state that's what i always think not murdered anyone yeah and you would have gotten away with it so i think about all those crime those tv shows like, where the police are like, well, we never share records with any other state. Well, if you were really a killer and just traveled around, like, yeah, probably wouldn't catch you. It seems but really messed up. the thing is, yeah. is, like, Ted Bundy murders a person, goes to another state, murders a person, gets in jail, breaks out, goes to another state, murders a person, driving to another state, gets caught, gets in jail, murders, like, or breaks out, murders another, and I'm oh my like, gosh. Jesus, like, really? I didn't I'm know like, that. This at guy all. seems like he must. I don't want to say lucky, but like, he's constantly slipping through the fingers. That's and insane, the whole man. way along the way, he's like, "Yeah, can you believe these people? They think I'm. They think I murder these people." <laughs> he's like, "I'm getting done dirty," and you're like, and then they so they show the names, and then they show the real footage, and you're like, "Wow, they nailed like this performance. Like mm-hmm. Zac Efron nails." The performance of Ted Bundy, which I don't know if that's going to be <laughs> that like good? swan song Ted. or something, where I'm like, this guy's suspect now. <laughs> he's like, too good. Yeah, don't leave anyone around him because he's going to murder you. But yeah, it was really good. I gave it a seven out of eight. I gave it a seven only because Lily Collins said that like she was channeled by the ghosts of the victims and they were thanking her. <sighs> so you get one point off of that because I think you should be a doctor. Don't say those things. <laughs> Sounds awful. Yeah. I'm like, don't put yourself into this. You're just an actor. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But if she did, indeed, I will take it back. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but if the ghost really did do that, I mean, yeah. just just tell us. <laughs> She's like, I, I did tell you that's what happened. It's like, oh. yeah, it's really good. I'm All like right. glad because I think there's been so much, like, people are like, waiting for this movie. Yeah. I wanted to check out this movie. Yeah. Now I definitely will. Yeah, let me know what you think. What you think? I will. Yeah, it's a very Druve week. I think because I was like, fun teenage comedy, serial killer, serial killer movie, and then <laughs> Avengers again, and then Avengers again. I'm like, that's like, <laughs> what a collection of movies there. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I think it's pretty fun. Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer put me in the mood where I was like, because I knew going into extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't like a normal serial killer movie. Yeah, yeah, it's not like it was. He's like, the guy you're, you're following not see- him. I mean, you're not seeing these murders perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're on the outside. You're on the outside. It's like an outside perspective. Yeah. So I was like, oh, like that's like a mood. You're like maybe he is innocent. <laughs> it's a mood lightener. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no point where he's like, what if you did that perspective? And you're like. This guy didn't do it. It's like, this is a documented guy. We know he did it. It's like, yeah, but from this guy's perspective, who we're following. The crazy thing is, like, the way he got caught, I'm not going to say it, but I'm like, wow. Like, it. I don't know if it's just, like, confidence. And then there's, like, a speech from the judge. That's what always scares me about, like, these serial killer stuff is, like, these are all the people that were caught. And, like, a lot of them get caught in dumb, stupid ways. Yeah. So, like, there's brilliant, smart serial killers out there that, like, just nobody caught because, like, they're smart. They, they yeah. Just, well, I think and that, and that's, that's, that's what I wonder, too. I'm me. like, man, now, like, I feel like it's impossible. Like, I think it's so, it must be so difficult to yeah, get away that, with, like, that, any crime nowadays. I guess nowadays. that's the good thing. It's harder because there's so many cameras and, and There's stuff. cameras everywhere. But, and like, there's, like. But I still feel like there's still a lot of stuff that. A lot of murders that go unsolved. Like, yeah, but I feel like there's so many cameras that like, because he's driving this freaking Volkswagen know, but, bug around, and I'm yeah. like, sure, like let's say it's the most common car at that time. Yeah, because I guess there was some list that he his name popped up on, and it was like three thousand guys who it was like 
men who owned this yellow bug. And it, the list was like 3,000 names. Hmm. And you're like, huh. Oh, then Haley Joel Osment is in it. Oh, really? Too? Yeah, there's a lot of people huh. in this movie. That's a good movie. But yeah, the judge gives a speech, and you're like, wow, this is a good speech from John Malkovich. And then you see the real thing, and you're like, wow, he nailed it. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, this is awesome. Like, I wonder how much, when the writer was writing this, was like looking at like documented things. I do like when they show you the real footage, and you're like, but, well, it has to be like, Which they usually the dirt, do it. The dirt like threw it away, and they're like, yep, like this is the real Why footage. Why would they even show even, you real footage? Was, like, it ruined the movie for me. Yeah. It, I literally thought it was an okay movie, and then I saw the real footage, and I was like, this is not anything that we saw. Yeah. Like, the rule of thumb should be, like, I assume they're showing me the real footage because they nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> if not, don't no, show me is, real footage. I don't know if in the dirt, I think they did it side by side. And I was like, there are so many discrepancies. Like, I don't know why they're even showing us this. But yeah, those are the three movies I watched. I might give, I don't know. I'll probably give Extreme. I'll give it an eight. Right. It was a good week for me yeah, when I was watching yeah. movies. I feel like I shouldn't judge her based on how she feels. <laughs> Yeah, try to try to take the that and that's out something. Of it. And I didn't read that. My coworker told me that, mm. so I can't. I have to. I don't want to blame Lily Collins for something my coworker told me because my coworker <laughs> yeah. could be telling me something wrong. You never know. Um, let's talk about Game of Thrones. This is the long night. The episode, long night so. battle episode. Winterfell. Pe- very polarizing episode. Yeah, I didn't have that reaction. I, don't know. I didn't hate it either. I was confused by the reaction, honestly. Like I well, I get the dark thing. I don't know. I loved what, it. Though. How dark was the room you were watching it in? Dark enough. I mean, I was fine. Like yeah. I adjusted to it at the oh, beginning. No, I my room was blackout dark. Yeah. So I was like, it seems clear. That's how. Like that's just the state of my room. Is like I have yeah. blackout curtains. I, and it's I, like super dark. It was. It wasn't that dark for me. But like it was still. Like at first it was dark, but I adjusted to it and I was like, oh, this is stylistically, and it was fine because they like lit stuff. Like I was able to see it. Yeah. Like, I, people, I don't know. People were really complaining about dark. I'm like, what do you, I don't really it was know like, what you're talking about. It's the worst rated Game of Thrones battle episode. Yeah. That, that, that's crazy to me. Maybe I loved it. Like, I loved ever. it because it shocked me so much. I was like, yeah. Like, well, you heard me talk last week. I'm like, everyone's, you're like, everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. And I was like, I was completely wrong. Yeah. I was like, that was crazy to me. I get the arguments like, oh, maybe some other people should have died. Okay. But like the payoff for me was such a good payoff that I was like, I didn't see that coming. Well, I, I heard the argument, which I, I hate this argument whenever someone makes it. It's what's it yeah. called? Like Mary Sue? Which is, I don't understand that. I, yeah. Like you hear that talked about in other stuff and I'm like. Like I hear people say it in like Star Wars about Rey. I understand that more than this. Yeah. But like in this, it makes no sense because it's well, literally somebody training to do something. The whole over the course of eight seasons, and you're like, yeah, John can ride, ride dragons. He did it yesterday. Yeah, he's perfect at it. Why he is has there, control over the there's, dragon? He's, there's no argument on that. What's that character are like called? John has like literally. He, John's a Mary Sue. He just rode the dragon and was yeah. like, he's good at riding this dragon. It's like, yeah, yeah he's like fallen yeah. into a lot of luck. Where I hate the internet, man. It's like this yeah. place where you're like. I can't even tell what's real. I'm like, half this is like just bullshit, right? People are just talking on the internet. Like just trolls? Not like specific, like people who really feel that way, but they're just loud. I don't know. It's weird because there's no way to combat. Like, how do you anti, like, how do you have the, like, what you, what hashtag do you use to like go against that? Like, I don't know. It's weird. Well, that's how but, I feel about Rami, which I'm going to talk about yeah. after this. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, um, it's like the opposite though. Yeah. Where like everyone's like, this is amazing. And I'm like, I don't think it was that amazing, you guys. Like, yeah. You guys need to yeah, get it's all, like, it's all opinions. And yeah. I'm fine with people's opinions. It just seems like, well, back up your argument at least. Yeah. Like, what's the Mary Sue argument? I don't understand. Like, for Arya, it makes no sense. She's never been in a battle. Yeah, true. But she's killed but people. She's and she, an ass- she went to like assassination and school. She, she learned from sword fighting from like and one she of the was, best sword fighters. It's not like she time. was on the front lines either. She was there, yeah. backed up in a great position, got people, was running away half the time, and then like snuck up on a bunch. Like, I don't, uh, yeah, like, I didn't even read what the arguments started. I'm like, this sounds ridiculous. Ridiculous. I can't even imagine what people are actually saying. I just saw that, like, hashtags going around and people saying that. I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah. Like, I don't even, I'm not even diving into this because I'm like, this sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah. Like, you're not watching the show for 10 years. <laughs> and then, well, another thing people didn't like about the darkness is, like, you have to realize that darkness is there to hide a lot of the visual effects, like, exactly. things. And you're like, okay. Because I thought this episode had one of my favorite shots 
was the Dothraki running in yeah. to like the unknown. And then you see like the lights like flicker out oh, and you're like, yeah. holy crap. Like that's like a very visually, like visually loud. Yeah. It ex- perfectly explains it in like a very beautifully way, beautiful way. You're yeah. like, oh. She just killed like, off. Like also I was, well, I was watching with the, like my brother and a couple of his mm-hmm. friends. And it, it was like, there's like so much tension that whole episode yeah. that like that. I, I, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much. I, assume, I think I would have still, but like I, we were just tense the whole time. We we're like, yeah. what's going to happen? I was like, I literally said like, what the heck is going to happen? Like, I had no idea. I'm not thinking story wise. While I was, like, also I wasn't like, I wasn't in my mind a lot. I didn't like think, oh, they've kind of set up some things to happen at the end. But I was like, so deep into it. I didn't even know what was going to happen. Yeah. I was like, so. oh, this is crazy. But yeah, I think the it was a visual choice too because it's like, oh, it's so dark because it, it's pretty much what they're seeing is darkness. They can't well, see it's, either. It's interesting because uh, they like talk about Helm's Deep. Yeah, the the uh, the Lord of Lord the Rings, Rings yeah. two tower or yeah, the two towers. And people ask like, where does that light come from? Because it's supposed to be in like the dead of night as well. Oh yeah. And the cinematographer's like, oh, the same place that the music comes. comes from. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, the light is there only for the audience. Yeah, yeah. And uh, where Game of Thrones goes the opposite way. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a for, style like, choice. It's, for it's, everything. It's... Like, we, you see very little when you're, char- when the characters would see very little, and you see a lot when you're supposed to see a lot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, I don't know. I thought this episode was fine. I didn't have anything against it. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. I understand some arguments, but, like, that doesn't. Personally, that didn't make me not it's the enjoy, long not enjoy night. not enjoy the episodes. Yeah, like I get story arguments and all that, but I enjoyed the episode in that moment. And yeah, most of Game of Thrones. I mean, I rewatch them sometimes, mm-hmm. but mostly like it. They the show is enjoying in the moment that show in the moment. Like Red Wedding is an in the moment thing. Like it's yeah. cool to rewatch and go, oh, like this is it's coming, it's coming. I see it coming, but it's more fun when like I don't know what's coming. I don't know what's coming. Yeah. And then it goes. And then you can reanalyze after and be like, well, maybe some nitpicky things, but like in the moment, I loved it. So, yeah. I, 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 people react. I can't predict how anybody's going to react to anything. It's really, That's the weird thing is with Game I, of Thrones, it's tough because it's like people have this yeah. expectation of what, they, yeah. of what they want the show to do. But then they also want to be surprised. And you're like, okay, well, here's a surprise because that's what Game of Thrones does best is like surprise their yeah. audience. And then people complain about it. And you're like, Wait, what? Like, yeah, I think it's a Star Wars thing where y- yeah. you like Game of Thrones is a lot of things to a lot of people. There's book readers. Yeah, there's people who like the magic of Game of Thrones. There's people who could care less for the magic, like, yeah, the, like politi- the politics. Politics. It. Yeah. So it's like all these people. You can't satisfy everybody. And there's mm-hmm. people who like surprises. There's people who like surprises, and at the same time, want their characters to live, and at the same time, want characters to die because they're like, yeah. you'll rip my soul if they die. I don't want them to die. I'll riot, but also I want them to live. They. Like it's the same thing at the same time, so it's kind of it's kind of weird to hear because people really don't know what they want until they see it, and they're like, "I know I didn't want that. I didn't know what I did want, but like I know I didn't want that." And also, like in Game of Thrones, the history of stuff, like when, like there's been big battles in the show. Have we got big a lot of big deaths from these big battles? No, not really. Never. The biggest deaths are like Ned Stark getting his head chopped off when you think like when? unless you know the books, like you wouldn't yeah. know that the Red Wedding. Which was that jo- wedding? Joffrey. Joffrey. Uh, these are not battles. These are just random times. Like that you only wouldn't one expect you would, it. Ramsey Bolton is the only one you got. Yeah, that's the, the one you got the after a battle and then they killed him. But yeah. like mostly during battles, people don't like Stannis, I guess, got killed after a but battle. He, he, that was after that was But like the biggest biggest deaths yeah. don't happen during the battles. Cal Drogo. Yeah. They just happen. And like Viserion, yeah. they just kill they just they just kill him because it's like, those deaths are actually, like, character moments where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, you get a character. Like, and, and if just some random well, dead guy ki- kills... But, but also, critique- I get it's like, it was such a bad foe, and you, you got, like, eight main characters. They're all, like, about to die, and then no one does. It's kind of weird. But. That, and then one of the critiques I did agree with was um, the death of Melisandre and... The death of Melisandre, I thought, was weirdly placed. Mm-hmm. Like the last thing that happened. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of people were saying that a death, like the death of the Night King should have been no, the I last death. I kind of like the reaction shots, though. I don't like specifically ending on that. I don't know. Well, not like 
But that should have been the last death. Like, you can have reactions afterwards. Well, she has to walk out when she knows she's... Uh, yeah. They succeeded, though. But they're saying... That was a weird one to end. I would have ended on the Jorah one, yeah. personally, but... Um, That's the weird thing. Yeah. But it's all... Yeah. Game of Thrones is weird, too. Because, like... The show, the showrunners, they clearly, like, magic wasn't their thing. Like, yeah, it's weird. Which so, it's supposed to be, like, a big thing. But you're like, is the main... You would think the main climax would be about magic and brand and more of that, but they shy away from that a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's also like, I don't know if George R. R. Martin would do the same exact things because. Well, apparently, Night King's not even a major character. Yeah, ex- exactly. So it's like they chose this path. And I do see that sometimes it's flaws in the writing where they're like, we know this story point's going to happen. And then they're, everything for them is setting up the building points to that point. And then they don't think about the afterward too much. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see the next three episodes, but like. There's just, it, it's hard, I feel like it's really hard for them because there's nothing to base it on that. Yeah. They're kind of just like, well, we wanted this to happen, and that's well, really like, cool. I, I forgot where I heard it, but they're talking about um, Darnerys and fire, her relationship with fire. Yeah. Because originally she wasn't supposed to be able to get burnt because she's a Targaryen. Yeah, but that's then not in the books, though. That's only yeah, in the show. And then they said that, no, she only survived the fire from the funeral pyre, and another like it's just like by it's only those two fires like she could still get burnt and like, i don't think that's what the show has said though that's not never happened in the show but that's what the showrunners i, I think it's the showrunners showrunners i said that and i was like that's such, like it that's seems like they play they, they play never, fast and loose with these weird rules that they're making they could have done the first one and then but the problem is they brought up the second one where she burned herself with all the calls yeah and you can't tell me those are two coincidences yeah so yeah i don't if, if she gets burnt, like, this season, I'd be like, you guys are ridiculous. That's stupid. Yeah. That's weird. And even the first episode, she goes into hot, like, hot water. Yeah. Like, I feel like they've pretty well, they pretty say, well like, established They say that. that it can't be a Targaryen thing because Jon Snow, earlier in the show, he yeah, burns his hand like on Yeah, but she's, like, full Targaryen. Yeah. She, he's only part Targaryen. She's, like, incest Targaryen. Yeah. <laughs> so. Do you... Did you listen to any podcasts that mentioned Jonah, like the Jonah and the Whale thing from the Avengers? No. I thought I heard it on a Game of Thrones podcast and it's driving me crazy. I one Game of Thrones podcast. Which one? Binge mode. Okay. I think they mentioned it on Cast of Kings. Mm-hmm. Lately on a Cast of Kings, they've been mentioning Avengers a lot. Oh, really? Like, <laughs> but I can't remember what it was referencing to in Game of Thrones, but he mm-hmm. like mentions how... It's like the scene when Iron Man is flying into a monster, and he's like, "Yeah, like you can't go through it." I think it's like, the the big those in the Battle of New York Avengers. Yeah, one, it's not. But what is things. it in Game of Thrones? They they don't go to the inside the mouth of any. I don't know. No, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. I think there might have been a theory that John was going to go inside the dragon and cut oh. from inside or something. I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, Rami. I watched Rami, the mm-hmm. whole show on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Ten episodes. Um, I think it's extremely overrated because it has like a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I thought this show featured very little character development for on behalf of Rami. There were two or three good episodes in the whole show, one of them being... The episode about his sister. That's the other thing I didn't like about it. It felt like it was extremely, it was structured exactly like any other show that's been coming out lately. Yeah. Where it's like episode about this guy, episode about the guy, episode about the guy, episode about the sister, episode about the mother, episode about the guy, episode about the guy, episode about the guy's friend, episode where the guy realizes he has to go back to his own country to become one and then you're like and then episode where the country rejects the person you're like okay this is it felt like it followed the beats so this episode about the sister was really good and there's an episode where it's called dude where's my country where he goes back to egypt and he realizes egypt that he has been of his childhood is gone and i maybe i felt like that because i was like oh that's what india felt like to me Mm -hmm. last time i went to india but yeah, like he does a lot of things with no consequence. He's like 
crappy in the beginning of the show. He ends up being the same person. He doesn't change at all. And it's like really weird because I felt like it just portrayed negative stereotypes still. And it was just like, I don't know. It was. I just feel like for a lot of these shows, when it's like a show about a guy like being like, look at my point of view, like I'm an American too. And you have to really bring it. Or not just a TV show. Like, I'm thinking like Master of None, Insecure, uh, Big Sick. Can't think of anything else. But like, you really have to bring. You have to be able to stand alone in that field, and you can't just be like, "Oh well, it's like a minority piece." You have to be like, "Well, does this work well standalone?" Yeah. Kind of like, um, this is a good story. <laughs> Crazy yeah. Rich Asians. Yeah. You're like, Crazy Rich Asians is a good romantic comedy. Yeah. Yeah. If you dropped everything else if off of it, and it was just if you this story, put it in with a white. Yeah. Like a white cast. Yeah. It's and it, still. And the place was different and it was like different circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. So, Rami, I feel like it doesn't have that. And I. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I don't know if it's. Like, because Man Like Mobin, I thought was so good. And. Oh, Atlanta is like the other show yeah. that I was comparing it to. Mm-hmm. Where. You're like, you see Earn changing throughout the show and like trying to reacting to like what he thinks he has to do. Where in this one, like Rami is a piece of shit in the beginning of the show and that doesn't change. Hmm. And then the show ends, the series season ends with him doing something that my grandma was like, yep, all Muslim people do that. And I was like, I don't think my grandma was right. And then he does it in the show. And Hmm. I'm like, wow, this is weird. I don't know. I don't think... We were texting about this, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I don't get if the critics for this show that are giving it high ratings are either, like, all white and are like worried they're going to be viewed as a racist if they give it a bad rating. Yeah. Or if they're... Like, people who are like, well, if I don't give it a high rating, like, this minority won't get another chance at making a show. Or what? Like, I don't know what the deal is. Interesting. But I feel like it could have been a lot better. Yeah. And I'm, like, trying to get people to watch it and, like, see... like To see what reaction... To see if they see what I'm saying. Yeah. Or do you know people who like it? I had a friend who said she liked it, and then I'm not her friend. <laughs> <laughs> No, my friend, <laughs> and that was the end of that conversation. No, she li- she she said she liked uh, it. She said it was all right, and then she saw the last episode, and she's like, and then I pointed out, I was like, well, there's no character development. He's, and she's like, yeah, he's has extreme fl- privilege, like, like the whole show, and he's like, I don't know, it's like he's like, oh, like my life's tough, and you're like, well, it's not. You're like a piece of shit. Yeah, I think that's been my thing lately. Is I'm like. Some of these characters are just not likable. Yeah. There are some shitty characters in TV shows sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like... Well, I feel... Especially with something like this when you're like, hey, I'm going to put a spotlight on this thing. My whole thing is like, hey, we should push back against some of those stereotypes. And this show, it's like, nope, we're going to like go run with those stereotypes. And we're going to be like, yep. My uncle is a racist against Jews. He says horrible things about Jewish people. Like this thing. Like, I don't know. It's just. Hmm. It was weird. I don't know. Watch a few episodes. I just need to watch like two episodes. <laughs> but you don't make it sound appealing. That's the problem. <laughs> well, the crazy thing. Okay. So Are these half hour or hour? half hour? So oh, it's like okay. 10 half hour episodes. All right. That's doable. Yeah. Because. When we were at Newport Film Festival, there was that girl who was sitting next to me, and she's like, oh, have you seen, like, as soon as she knew we had a podcast, she's like, have mm-hmm. you seen Rami? And I'm like, no. She's like, it's terrible. It's like, that's so weird, because, like, the few people I know who saw it were like, mm-hmm. I heard a lot of buzz about it. But then I looked it up on, like, this 
Indian American forum, like a subreddit I'm on, mm-hmm. and I looked up Ra- Rami, and everyone was like, "Yep, not good." And I was like, <laughs> "Maybe it's like a brown thing. Like brown people are just like, this is a horrible representation of us." I'm gonna watch it and be like, "This is the best thing ever." Yeah, I think like white people must be like, "Yeah, like the freaking." This is what happens, man. That's how it is. Yeah, Arabs, man. That's how right. I see it. Yeah, I knew he, he was racist against those Jewish people. I knew it. Yeah, it's weird. Hmm. I don't know. And then I found out the guy's younger than me, and I'm like, <laughs> "That's where it comes. From. That's where it comes from." <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, yeah. like maybe it's just something he it's, hasn't realized wait, yet. It's like, who are the creators of the show, though? It's it's Rami Youssef. He's like a comedian. Okay, so he makes the show too. Yeah, okay. he's an actor. Okay. okay, but I'm like, I don't know. It's just I feel like there could have been more character development. I would have liked to see more character development. I don't remember how much Dev developed as a character in season one. I like to think that he developed quite a bit in Master of None. Yeah, I feel like he goes through. From like the first episode to the last episode. Goes through episode. a journey. Yeah. I think he changes, yeah. And I think we go through a journey with him. Yeah. So. Yeah. So about Twilight Zone. Yes, I saw the latest episode. I think I watched 15 minutes. Yeah, so basically uh, there's this team going to space. They're going to the first uh, first expedition to Mars. And then they get a call over the radio saying uh, North Korea is launching a bunch of missiles. It's already hit like LA and a couple places. Uh, and like they're supposed to abort the mission, but then they're like, no, like everybody's going to die pretty much. We got to go. So they, they decide to, to launch launch the mission anyway. Uh, and then pretty much it's the story for them traveling to there and like some eerie stuff is happening and then uh, some revelations come about, but then people think some guy's going insane. Um, and then it's kind of one of those things that just goes along their journey until until the end. And then, yeah, then there's reveals and stuff. So I can't really go too deep because that's okay. just what it is. But yeah, it's like kind of a, yeah, like, I I like I like most of these episodes. I I like this one too, but I could see somebody going like that's just not my type of because it's kind of like just ear or like like it is interesting that they go like a full. It's like almost like a full hour, but where it's like but not much happens. It's kind of like this thing where you're just watching it. Yeah, that's um, what I like most about Twilight Zone is the episodes aren't a standard time. Yeah, length. yeah, yeah. yeah. Some sometimes they're forty, sometimes they're, they're 50, twenty, 55. sometimes they're an hour. Yeah, so um, that's good too. But yeah, like I. Yeah, but I do. I I like I like stuff like this because it's kind of reminds me like Twilight Zone is kind of like even like some, some Star Trek episode, like old yeah. Star Trek episodes to me, where it's just like sometimes they're good, sometimes they're they're not as good, but like it's interesting journey, and then it's interesting seeing characters, and you see a lot of different actors, which I, which I really like yeah. in Twilight Zone. So um yeah, so I think it's pretty cool. I would say like. Out of all the, I, I've liked the first couple episodes more, I think. Mm-hmm. But this, I like this one better than the, the kid, the kid. president one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I probably like middle of the pack this one. Okay. Uh, discussion this week. We're gonna postpone summer movie pool because I want more people to participate in it. But um, good idea. Spoiler embargoes. I'm thinking. Do you think spoiler embargoes should be a thing? Like on the internet or like, like the mainstream news. Um, I guess it depends what what audience it is. I feel like if it's like like first like, like I think mainstream like mainstream like the new show, or like no, I'm talking about like Disney. Like, should society hold itself to a spoiler? Because it is getting pretty crazy when people are like spoilers for something that came out like six years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. And then I think it really de- kind of depends what it is too. I think something like the MCU, like it's if like, you're, it's if like you're a into, moving train. If you're in this movie, it's like a TV show. Yeah, like because people kind of given up on Game of Thrones. They're like, night of, you're fine. Keep spoiling. Yeah, because they're kind of like they're like we're all in this watching seven it same, o'clock same or time. whenever the show episode ends, like yeah. seven thirty. Like they'll spoil that day of. They don't care. Yeah. Um, movies are a little different because they're usually released. Well, usually release at different times across the world. This mm-hmm. one's a little different. I think it should at least give it the couple weeks of like the good, the run of the movie. Like, 
because obviously it's making a lot of money right now, so it's it's um it's still within that first like three weeks is usually like the where you get the most of the money. So I feel like that's that's the time. But I also feel like if you haven't seen it now, you probably don't care that much, and yeah. you probably won't be like you probably won't have gotten to like you wouldn't seek out places where you would hear spoilers. Yeah, like you're not going to hear spoilers except if you're kind of looking for them or like mm-hmm. in certain places. I doubt it would be spoiled like randomly, like where it's going to be on talked Twitter. But yeah, if dude, you're, you're like not going to watch NFL inter- player, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that happened immediately. So yeah, that kind of sucks. The weekend, of, like definitely the weekend of no, like that's too much. But like, I don't know. I I never understand what like do people want to talk about it on the internet immediately? Spoilers like now, no, like like it's crazy to me. Or like cause, where? Because like, I feel like most places are good about it, and they just say, oh, this. is... Like if there's a video or something, they'll say it's oh so we're gonna there's gonna be spoilers. Don't watch this. Like I have friends who or are like, like we did on the podcast. We're like there's yeah. spoilers. Don't don't do this. Very so. active friends on Twitter. Yeah, and they post whenever they see it. Yeah, and I'm like it's a little even rude. like Endgame stuff you see. Yeah, where I'm like wouldn't say that much. Yeah, not because that's the that, other but, thing. But too. also I'm like really. I'm like into those movies, so I'm like, I gotta stay off the internet. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm gonna. It's avoid like it. self policing. Yeah. So I think there's, I think there's details you could probably. I, I wouldn't mind saying even if they are spoilers that aren't that big. Like, like, but I, I don't know. After Endgame came out, there's this guy I follow on Instagram who sells Captain America shields made out of like stainless steel. Yeah. And maybe that's a hint as into something I'm gonna buy one day. Yeah. Or if he wants to send me one for free, mm-hmm. I'll mention him on the podcast. Until then, you are just a guy who makes replica shields. Yeah. But um, he made one based off of like what happens during an endgame. Mm-hmm. And it's like, spoil spoilers if you swipe right on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the first picture said spoilers ahead. Yeah. But I don't think he uses Instagram enough to know that, like, let's say I see that post and I'm like, I don't want to see the spoiler. Yeah. And then I refresh my feed, it will, Instagram automatically will re put that post in my feed mm-hmm. on the second picture. Like, do you know Instagram does that? Yeah. So I'm like, in the second picture, it's, the spoiler. it's a spoiler. Yeah. So it is possible for some, like, they'll intervene yeah. and inadvertently get spoiled. I guess the only way to do it is like, you have to avoid the people you know. Like, you have to just not stay off the internet or you have like, to stay off the internet. Uh, yeah, you pretty much just have to stay off the internet if you really don't want things spoiled. It was awesome. Yesterday, I went to a music festival. Mm-hmm. Barely took my phone out. Nice. I made, I think, one post while I was at the festival about yeah. how I ate a giant burrito. And <laughs> yeah. then I put my phone away in my backpack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, people are too, like... And then, of course, just as soon as my favorite band was on, I was, like, recording. Or, like, if you see... And mostly, you can't have everything spoiled about something. So if you see one little thing spoiled, maybe it's the biggest thing. But well, like, it was but crazy like, then like, then it's like, oh, then it's on me to stop now. I should know this in the future, and it's kind of like, if learn you re- from it, yeah. But I think a spoiler embargo wouldn't be a bad idea if we like society, like Agreed as a upon society, it, yeah. we're like, okay, how about two? weeks? But I think in the most part, people are doing that for Endgame. No, but I'm saying I think it's pretty. But then after two weeks, you can't be like, oh, well, you spoiled it. For yeah. Me. Because I want both yeah. sides. Okay. I think two weeks is fair. On a movie. Two weekends. Because you're like, you're really not that into it. Yeah. And it's like, if, and you can avoid it then. Yeah. But, but if it's like, and it's, I doubt someone's going up in a person and spoiling something unless, oh, we're on a conversation, like you would ask if you saw it. Yeah. It's only like really the internet. So it's like. Well, then avoid the internet. Like, if you really care and didn't see it for two weeks, yeah, it's on you. And I think as a culture that, like, two weeks is fine. But, like, I do kind of feel like the Game of Thrones thing is kind of okay because it's just what everyone did. They live-tweet an episode. They, yeah. It's kind of what it is. So I kind of don't blame the internet for that because that's a, it's something that probably won't happen, like, ever again or, like, mm-hmm. at least for a while till the show, till ca- show captures that captures us that's not a streaming show. So it's, like... And then other shows, like, stuff that's on streaming, like, Stranger Things, like, you usually won't get spoilers, I guess, because, like, people are watching at such different times mm-hmm. that, like, collectively it won't reach the surface unless yeah. you're following specific people, then it will. But, like, 
that's even the harder one is streaming ones because you don't know the rate people are watching it. Th- that's way different. At least movies in theaters, you usually know they're going to see it the first weekend or the second weekend. But like streaming shows, you want to other sh- like Game of Thrones, you know, night of or the day of or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like a streaming show, that's like the hardest with spoilers because you're like, you have no idea how quick someone's going to watch a streaming show, especially one that's like eight episodes, it's eight hours long. You're like, that could take somebody a month. That could take somebody a weekend. Who knows? Yeah. That's the hard one to to talk about spoiler rules. But I think like movie, if you haven't seen Endgame by now, I mean, probably never gonna see it. Never gonna see it, or you, you I saw it three times, or you just so don't care on. that much gotcha. about spoilers. Yeah, and that's fine too. You're just like, eh. like, I don't care that much. But like, like I said, like I think you you wouldn't find the, the spoilers in, if you weren't looking, and you're probably not following the people that are gonna spoil it, most likely. Yeah, but but sometimes I'd like, have you heard spoilers on things and you just forget it and then you see it lately? Like, I'm trying to think if I heard Game of Thrones spoilers before I watched the show Game of I Thrones. I knew about like Ned Stark losing his head and the Red Wedding. Yeah, like I think I knew the term Red Wedding, but I didn't know what it meant. Oh, I well, yeah, because I didn't have any connection to any of these. I was characters. just like, oh, Red Wedding, Red Wedding, and I still didn't know what that meant. And then I watched the show, and then I didn't know. I didn't. Like I like I didn't know still yeah. who was gonna because I didn't know who anybody was so it's a lot easier when you don't know a lot of the characters' names you kind of forget but yeah yeah I don't know I I find most people are pretty good yeah not spoilers. did you hear about that guy and I think it was like Korea or something he's like sitting outside of the movie theater oh yeah people beat the shit out of him yeah good that's what I said yeah I did yeah you can't do that who, who does it like I've never heard of anybody doing that like. Casually talking while you're walking, maybe. Yeah. But like actively <laughs> crazy. And as I said before, next week, summer movie pool for real this time. On Netflix today, Lucifer season four. Come back tomorrow for America's Sweetheart. This week in movies in the now and trailer talk. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Destiny Pizzas. Until next week, grab a slice and enjoy. Goodbye.